and we're back with episode six. Everything Suspect Podcast is your boy Billy D on the check-in. And uh y'all know how we usually do it, right? We usually like I, I give a topic with a question, get some philosophy on it, and then leave it up to y'all to uh make a decision on what it is. Doing this one a little bit different. Uh you won't hear from me as much because I've compiled clips um to really illustrate the point. And uh the topic, the topic is is the COVID-19 vaccination finally dividing black folks? Not that we weren't already divided as a people to begin with, right? But what I mean is um for the past year and a half, almost two years, we've seen all different groups be divided on this vaccination from, you know, the Karens freaking out at, you know, restaurants and grocery stores to now it's a Democrat thing. It's a Republican thing. It's a, you know, all of these people being completely divided. And now we finally are getting our chance to shine with fighting over this vaccination. Right. Uh, so without further ado, I want to play these clips. And uh, there, there are influential black folks who are just completely divided over whether society should or should not get the vaccination and what i'm going to do at the end um, for those who don't know i'm going to go through some of the reasons why black folks are so opposed to this vaccination uh so without further ado check these clips out and i'll see y'all on the other side COVID can suck a dick. All these little weird ass government policies and mandates suck a dick. Stop trying to take our civil liberties away. Feels good to be back outside. We outside for real. It's called the God-given right of freedom, right? No human being is supposed to tell you you can't even breathe freely. Fuck your mask. Take this time talking about this COVID thing, man, which I think is getting out of hand. We having the vaccinated versus the non-vaccinated people fighting each other like crazy. Just let you know, I am vaccinated. I've been vaccinated since April, fully vaccinated since April. And I recently caught COVID. That's why I've been on the low. I didn't want anybody to know about it. Yeah, it was bad. I have underlying conditions. I have diabetes and one kidney. But I think... uh you know, this is getting out of hand, the COVIDs and, I mean, the, the vaccines and unvaccinated. I think we should separate ourselves in the living of this world. We should separate ourselves. If you don't want to take COVID, you don't want to take a vaccine, that's fine. But I don't think you should mingle people who want to take, who took this, the test and wearing a mask and so forth. I mean, took the uh, vaccine and wearing a mask. You know, people who think they're protecting themselves and others by taking taking a risk of this stuff. That you unvaccinated people say, man, anything that you don't know what's inside there. But other people say, you know what, I'm going to try for the betterment of the society. I'm going to get it to save my life and maybe not spread it as, you know, to the next person. And I get so tired of hearing somebody tell me, they're trying to kill us, man. They're trying to kill the black man. Oh, go on with the bullshit, okay? Ray Ray, you over there at the tire shop, nobody wants your ass. The government don't want you. What are you going to do? People in your family don't even want you. Pierre is very, very, uh, I, I empathize with some of the shit that he did say about having a kidney and being diabetic. But the separation shit was totally stupid. That's number one. 
and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I'm just being real. Um, the thing that he said that kills me about people is how quick we forget about God. You are sitting here talking about a vaccine saved you. If God wanted you dead, there ain't nothing in this world like you saved you. You didn't give thanks to God that I'm here. You didn't give be uh, grateful to nothing but a vaccine. And you're trying to convince people to take the vaccine or stay the away from each other. That is white people supremacy talk. White people talk that way. And they've been talking that way for years. And if I've never looked at you as a white racist, I look at you as a white racist right now because you didn't even say not even a white name. You gave the pookies, you gave the, the tire man that's a black man, and everything that you could possibly do to degrade a black man, you did it, and you said it, and everybody heard it. And the fact that you're half white and half black, your white side took all over you just now. Places, starting with the New York, they have decided uh, that if you don't have a vaccine, approve a vaccine, you can't go to their restaurants, you can't go to their bars, you can't go to their theaters. And there's been a lot of uh, uh, trepidation around the country. A lot of people are saying, well, I just won't go. That's the point. That is the point. Um, a lot of people are saying, well, restaurants will close down. When they lose business, they'll see. You can't hold people hostage that way anymore. Because ultimately, those businesses will close down if the cases keep climbing. And the bottom line to me is this. If you're one of those people who are saying, uh, well, I'm, that are angry because they're going to make you show proof of vaccine, you are one of those people who wanted to do vaccinate, vaccinated things while being unvaccinated. You wanted to take advantage of somebody else who took the vaccine, who took the precautions, and now who wants to go on to some semblance of normalcy. You want to take advantage of that without having to go through it. You're no different than somebody that goes to, to dinner and walks out before the bill comes. Or somebody that goes to a cookout and all they bring is their appetite. The bottom line is the point is that if you're not vaccinated to stay home. Because one of the reasons these cases are surging like this, because too many unvaccinated people are doing vaccinated things. And don't, yes, we understand that vaccinated people can still spread the disease. But the difference is those people go home and you go to the ICU ward. Listen, man, I ain't trying to start no trouble. And I don't want to fight. I, I just want to, like, I want to know. I want to start the conversation without it getting confrontational and leading to insults and everybody calling each other names and acting ridiculous. So let's come, let's, let's try to talk in peace. I'm a fan of D.L. Hewley and he posts a lot about the coronavirus and the vaccine. And listen, I, I, I took the vaccine. I know he's taking the vaccine and I know people like to say things like how much are they paying you? D.L. Hewley is rich. I really don't think he's in this for the money. So let's get that out the way. Uh, I ain't the wealthiest nigga in the world, but, you know, I ain't got no 10 cups either. Um, so nobody's paying me either. I'm just curious. Um, when all the people that get in the comment section and talk about how the vaccine is bullshit, we don't know what it does, it's a plot to get black people, it's the boogeyman, it's, uh, you know, um, it was rushed and was sheep and all this shit to say. I'm just curious. Remember, we, let's, be, let's be peaceful. When did so many of y'all get degrees in medicine and science? 
and that you know more than the doctors and the actual scientists. Uh, and I can already, even as I say that, could feel people's temperature bubbling and they ready to come at me with the pitchforks and the torches. Relax, let's just talk. But it's amazing to me because there's so much conflicting back and forth between people who don't have degrees in medicine and science and who can tell you what you need to do to beat it, what's, what's they know better than the scientists. I just want to know, because listen, maybe I'm wrong. Shit, educate me. Where are you getting your proof from? Other than what you've heard, maybe, potentially, gossip, what actual, tell me where I can go that backs up your claims of anything you're saying that refutes actual doctors and scientists. Where are you getting your proof from? Don't go to the game. Yeah. <laughs> real gangsta on this now. You won't sit here and discriminate against me because I want to tell you something that is experimental that I can't shoot you for and harm you, that shouldn't be working me, that violates all 10 of the Nuremberg codes. You're going to tell me you want me to be a medical student and worse than Tuskegee yeah. ever was. You mean to tell me you sold out for some Negroes who want some goddamn money over the death of your people? And you gonna tell me that, oh, I can't go to your basketball game or to hell with the basketball game and play them too goddamn long anyway. Don't go to the game. And I will say that to every NBA player that I know. If you ever step out here and you tell people to take this shot or else, then nigga, you go and be a damn buck dancing sambo in your knees because you will not sell our people out of their Don't be that damn ignorant and get in front of our people and tell them to take something that you yourself know nothing about. So you see the division, right? You you see how uh, people are feeling right now, and you know they're passionate about it. It's pretty self-explanatory why the people who have been vaccinated and want the vaccination are going through with it, right? Uh, a, they're in a high risk, they're in a high risk area where you know COVID could really be a uh, a life-threatening thing for them. Also, some people just feel as though they want to get back to some form of normalcy and, and they're doing it for the, the good of society. But for black folks, right, we, we, we also can't ignore uh, the stigma that we have. Um, and by stigma, I'm talking about the, the, the reason why you feel the way you feel and you don't even know all the reasons why you feel that way. Right. Um, so when it comes to stigmas. Um, there's a stigma in the black community where we don't trust everything that uh, is given to us by the government. Right. And we have examples all throughout the history of America that show where black folks might have a healthy fear of um, anything when it comes to vaccinations or get this. Let us poke you with this. Let us do that to you. And you know what I mean? We, we're afraid that we might be being tricked is we all know why people should get it and why the people who feel like you know other people should get it let's talk about the things or the reasons why because there might be some folks out there that don't even know all of the examples and not that i have them all but let's just go through a few of them to make people better understand why black folks are like dead set up against not getting this okay um i think the first one we can go to we have to go all the way back to 1760 and that's when the british colonies uh, we're trying to take over land in America and the Native Americans were here. 
uh, the British put smallpox on blankets, gave them to the uh, Native Americans um, without them knowing that there was smallpox on them, of course, and wiped out. I don't know how many Native Americans, right, to take over the land. This is biological warfare, and this is in the 1700s, right? Uh, the vaccination for smallpox didn't come until 1796. However, it was eradicated in 1972. And then let's fast forward, right, to 1928. You have Virtus Hardiman, right? Virtus Hardiman was five years old when he was picked to uh, be treated for ringworm in his head. Uh, but what the hospital didn't tell him was that they weren't treating him for ringworms. They were going to use him in an experiment to see the effects of radiation to a human head. And he had to live with a deformity the rest of his life. And they never knew about it. And his parents were not informed. And uh, to bring it home, because we know 1928, you know, some people might feel like that was a long time ago. I mean, at this point, we're a few short years away from that being a century ago. He just died in 07. He just died in 07, 85 years old. So, like, thank God the radiation didn't kill him at a young age. He still lived the full life, you know. But um, nevertheless, let's go with a third one. And this is this is a very popular one that I'm, you know, not going to surprise anybody with, but the Tuskegee experiment, right? Um, a lot of people know about it, but don't really, under, you know, they just know, you know, they did some black folks wrong. But um, the Tuskegee experiment came about because uh, they recruit or, you know, 600 black men were recruited to say, hey, you know, we're going to give you guys free medical care because you got bad blood, right? And back then, bad blood could be sickle cell or, you know, diabetes or this or that, right? So, like, free health care, we just want to, you know, come into the hood and help you all out. You know what I mean? And when they recruited these 600 black men who felt like they might have something wrong with them, um, almost 400 of them had syphilis. So the government said, or, you know, Tuskegee said, um, let's not tell them that they have it. We see it. Let's not tell them that they have it. Let's just see what it does when it's not treated well. Right. This started in 1932. Many of these people had serious damage done to uh, their nervous system and to vital organs in their body. And of course, some of them died, right? Um, fortunately, fortunately, there was an answer to the syphilis, how to cure it. And it was penicillin. Who knew? And that came about in 1947. So what's that? 15 years, 1932 to 1947, 15 years of this. Good. We can end it. It didn't end. The Tuskegee experiment did not end until 1972. It went on 25 years after penicillin was found to be something that would cure syphilis. The people who were administering the, the uh, experiment knew that penicillin would solve it, but never told these 400 black men or close to 400 black men 
that we have you have syphilis and we have the answer that can fix it for you and for one more i'll give you one more and then we're out of here right um there's a movie called kill the messenger right with uh jeremy renner it, it, and that movie is really good right and it's based on a true story it's based on a uh, journalist that he plays um that was mysteriously killed um because he said in the well in the movie it's reported that the Reagan administration has something to do with the crack epidemic um, and all the crack that got into the major cities in America was through the Reagan administration in some way, shape or form. Allegedly, allegedly. And that's what it said. And I, I mean, the movie Kill the Messenger, you guys see that movie as well. It's an incredible movie. What am I saying? These are examples and these are things that some p- black folks think are ways that we were duped. And with racism still being such a big thing uh, in our society, I can 100% understand why black folks would be so opposed to it. Um, But I can also understand why some black folks would absolutely need it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So what do y'all think? Are we divided? Or is this just another thing that we're fighting over that we'll get over and that, you know, more will start coming over? Well, do you think more people will start more black folks will start getting it? They'll break down and actually get it. Or do you think we'll stand strong? We'll always be divided on this. I don't know. Y'all answer the question. Like, subscribe. See y'all next time. Peace.